Same breath in. Let it out. And just allow all that you are to reside in all the love, all the joy, all the new, and the now. Powerful group. Namaste. So I want to share something with you that was written by G.K. Chesterton. Chesterton. He said, the object of a new year is not that we should have a new year. It is that we should have a new soul and a new nose, new feet, a new backbone, new ears, and new eyes. Unless a particular man made New Year's resolutions, he he would make no resolutions. Unless a man starts afresh about things, he will certainly do nothing effective. Starts fresh about new things. What does that freshness look like? Well, it looks like not a new suit, not a new outfit. It looks like a new perspective, a new way of thinking, a new way of being. It is about looking into the current moment and know that what exists in this moment is just me. Just me. Nothing else exists other than me and my awareness that the me that I am is the potential and possibility of the divine coming forward in full force to create and express as something new, should I choose. And that is the gift of newness, which we're going to be talking about today. And we've all month long we've had the four gifts, and we're wrapping it up now with the gift of newness. Because I don't know about you guys, but when New Year's Eve rolls around and we celebrate the end to 2015, I'm staying up for it this year. I'm going to ring the, I'm, I'll, 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 well, I promise this, I'll at least celebrate when Sydney does. I'm glad to see the year behind. Because we've talked about now for quite some time that some of the old energy has to release, has to move out, and in order for the new energy to come in, and that's why so many folks have said, wow, 2015, we feel the new energy, but it doesn't, we know it's coming in, we perceive it. However, nothing in my journey seems to be shifting as, as it would shift according and with the new energy that's coming forward. That's because there's a lot of old energy that still has to be moved out. And the way we move out that old energy, the way we become in alignment with it is by knowing that if it's going to move out, I have to be willing to change. I have to be willing to not only say I want newness in my life, but I am willing to be new. I am willing to set a new a set new boundaries, new expectations for myself. Somebody said, I have come to the frightening conclusion that I am the decisive element. It is my personal approach that creates the climate. It is my daily mood that makes the weather. I possess tremendous power to make life miserable or joyous. I can be a tool of torture or an instrument of inspiration. I can humiliate or humor, hurt or heal. How true for us all. <clears throat> Where we stand in this moment of now and how we react to life and all that's occurring is what creates the new precedent for our journey. 
So we have to begin looking at, well, if things aren't shifting, if things aren't changing, maybe that's an idea that I have to begin to work on. What is my idea of what a new experience looks like? What is my idea of having the, this new fresh energy manifesting within my journey? Share something with you. In Webster's, Webster's defines an idea as something such as a thought or conception that potentially or actually exists in the mind, in the mind, as a product of mental activity. Mental activity. This means that the idea is active. It's being worked on. It's being nurtured, not only with our thought, but with our actions as well, with our verbiage as well. Dr. Holmes says to learn how to think is to learn how to live. Well, absolutely. But if we're going to live in the new energy, if we're going to live in this existing power of newness and receive the gift of newness, then we have to learn to think accordingly. That means we have to begin saying, well, what have I been thinking about my journey? Have I been thinking that my journey is not moving in the right direction? Or have I been thinking and contemplating on the direction I want my journey to move in? There's a vast difference in those two statements. One is focusing on what? What we don't want. The other is focusing on that which we do want. And so if we're going to incorporate this new energy and begin manifesting it and receive the gift of newness, as I'm liking to say now, then we're going to want to begin focusing on those things that we do want and begin lovingly and joyfully and generously tithing back into the universe those ideas, those experiences, those old memories, at times even some people that no longer serve our desire to experience the newness. Our desire to experience the newness. Do you know why people want to experience something new in their journey? They want to experience something new in their journey because that desire is the spark of the universe wanting to create and express through them and as them. Their desire for something new, for something more, is not a selfish idea thing at all. It's not a selfish desire. It is that starting point of the universe saying, you're the one. You are the one. You had the idea. You had the thought. You had the vision. Let's make it happen. But it can't happen until you begin to shift. Until you begin to say, if I'm going to live and be the gift of newness, I have to begin being new. I have to live in a different manner. I have to create in a different manner. So how do we go about that? You know, I like for you guys, I've talked before, scripting is a powerful tool. Don't confuse scripting with keeping a diary. Two different things. Scripting is all about what you want to bring forward in your experiences. Experience. It's about getting those powerful visualizations down on paper. I like to say that the first image, that first thing you write in your scripting, when it's in your scripting journal, that's the first manifestation of transcendence from the spiritual to the physical realm. Don't keep a diary. Tallulah Bankhead said, how's, how's it go? It's the good girls who keep diaries, the bad girls never have the time. 
I never had a diary. I have lots of scripting journals, but no diaries. You want to begin looking at how you're currently creating your existence. And if there's something in your existence that's not moving in the direction that you want it to go, if it's not reflecting that vibrant new energy that we know exists, then it's time to reassess that. And it's time to begin saying, well, what do I need to change? What new idea do I need to embrace? And how does that look? And can I do it fast enough? Can I do it fast enough to ride this wave of new energy? Well, the answer to that is, of course you can. Decisions are made, powerful decisions are made in the moment, not over lifetimes. Powerful decisions are made in this instant of now, not because you formed a committee, not because everyone's giving you their approval. You have to make that split-second decision that here and now, I'm going to be the gift of newness. And know and trust that everything that's brought you to this point, everything that we've said you need to let go of, that the instant you let go of, that is what has empowered you to make the decision to move into the new. Great example. I've used it before. I'll use it again. A major league fastball leaves a pitcher's hand at 50, about 55 feet from home plate, and the speed can be 90 miles an hour or more. 90 miles an hour or more. And the ball reaches the plate usually in four-tenths of a second. Four-tenths of a second. And the hitter has two-tenths of a second to decide whether or not to swing. And another two-tenths of a second, give or take a few one-hundredth of a seconds, to execute the swing. The pitch is only hittable about two feet of its flight, which figures out to be 15, 15 one-thousandths of a second. 15 one-thousandths of a second. So this puts decision-making time frames into a whole different perspective, doesn't it? Whole different perspective, doesn't it? Because people are saying, I want to experience the new. I want to experience the new. But then they don't make the decision to act on it. And it's coming by very quickly. How fast is a moment? How fast is this moment? Well, this moment's gone. We're now into the next. How, how fast is this one? We're now into the next. You have to decide in that split second that, yes, I'm going to live up to being this gift of newness. I'm going to right now begin making decisions that have a positive influence on my journey totally releasing the past. This journey of ours is constantly shifting its momentum. And its momentum, be it positive or negative in its nature, it is this momentum that ultimately shapes the life that we enjoy from this moment forward. From this moment forward. So what's your momentum going to be? Is it going to be a momentum of, all right, I'm going to begin creating, living, acting, moving forward from the consciousness of newness and all the joy that that's going to provide, or am I going to take a step back and wait and see what else do I need 
in order to make a decision. I'll change. I'll make a change someday. I've decided to do that, but I may wait. I want to see what's going to happen. You know, if you have five frogs on a blog and three decide to jump off the log, how many frogs do you have left? We all should know that. You still have five frogs left. Because deciding to jump and jumping are not the same thing. To experience the gift of newness within any arena of our journey, we got to do more than decide. We got to do more than decide. We have to actively be the new you. Now, I can tell you what actively being the new me means to me. And that's not going to do you any good. You're going to have to decide what does actively being the new you look like? How does that feel? What does that energy that you'll put on, what is, what is the code of that? Is it a code of many colors? Maybe. I don't know. But you get to decide. Does it look like being practicing affirmative prayer and meditation more? Does it look like begin actively releasing things in your journey that no longer serve you? That's what you have to decide. St. Augustine said, God provides the wind, but man must raise the sails. The opportunity for you to exist in this energy of newness, it is alive, it is present, it's here right now. And that opportunity is always going to come forward to you within each and every moment. However, we're the ones that have to decide to actively jump off the log. We're the ones that have to decide to begin raising the sails and moving forward on this wave of new energy. Otherwise, it's going to pass us by. It's going to pass us by. Wayne Dyer said, this is so important for our lesson today. He said, softly and kindly remind yourself, I cannot own anything. It is a valuable thought to keep in mind as you struggle to improve your financial picture, worry about investments, and plan how to acquire more and more. It is a universal principle which you are a part of. You must release everything when you truly awaken. I love this quote, not only because it relates to abundance, but because it's true for any arena in our journey. Let's shift in a moment, and let's say softly and kindly remind yourself I cannot own anything. It is a valuable thought to keep in mind as you strive to improve your health. Worry about illness and plan on how to live a healthier lifestyle. It is a universal picture which you are a part of. You must truly release everything when you truly awaken. We can do the same thing with love, but I know you're getting the gist of it now. What is it that you're holding on to? What is this block that is keeping you from stepping into that power of newness? For some, it's going to be, well, I think I'm too old. For others, it may be, well, I think I'm too young. For others, it may be, well, it's my gender, or it may be this, or it may be that. And we can go on. But at the end of the day, understand something. All of those excuses are nothing more than the ego self saying, no, 
Let's not pursue this. The ego self is meant to provide you with the, the strength to move forward into new newness. Unfortunately, in the Western culture especially, it's been utilized to keep you and maintain you in the old way of being. And so it's time to shift that. It's time to shift that. Louise, had, Louise Hay said, love is the great miracle cure. Loving ourselves works miracle in our lives. And what we want to do is awaken you today to the point where you know that you, where you are right now is living and being as pure creative energy. And that is the power of love in manifest form. And we need you and want you to love yourself enough. Because it's okay. It is okay for you to love yourself enough to step into something new, to begin living as the power of God that you are. You are not meant to live in the past. You are meant to thrive in the now. And thriving in the now is knowing that every moment, every moment is simply the potential and possibility of the divine, the creative energy of the universe itself saying, come on, let's get busy. Make the decision to do something, to move forward. Because at the end of the day, if we make the decision or if we don't make the decision, guess what? We've made the decisions. I made the decision to keep things as they are, to not change. And that in and of itself is directing the potential and possibility of the universe still into newness, but it's the same for us. The universe always perceives it as new. We're the ones that perceive it as, eh, this has happened before. This is an old way of being. But we have to keep in the forefront that it is our thoughts, our words, our visualizations to and to others and to ourselves about ourselves that directs that energy. Forget about what you did in the past. It doesn't matter. The universe doesn't care. Tell me if you need to get it off your chest. I love good gossip. I've heard it all by now. Can't surprise me anymore. What I can tell you is, and I see this often, I know few people would tolerate people in their lives who speak to them how they would speak about themselves. Are you following me with that? Of course you do. So we want to begin reconditioning how we speak to ourselves about ourselves. Your first point of knowing is that you are a spectacular expression of source energy. And in that being, that spectacular expression of source energy, all that exists for you is pure potential and power. And it is up to you to decide what dreams will come forward, what visions will manifest, what affirmations you begin claiming for yourself in the here and now. Because you are, you are meant, you are designed 
to ride this wave of momentum, to begin being that powerful expression of source. But you have to begin doing. You have to begin doing, and that's the hard part. Well, you know, if I begin doing this and acting differently, people might not like me. Good. If they're liking you because you're living from an old pattern or an old idea and not expressing your true and higher self, get rid of them. Let them like someone else that likes to remain small. You're not meant to remain small. You are meant to grow and expand. Lee Iacocca said something wonderful. He said, so what do we do? Anything, something, as long as we just don't sit there. If we screw it up, start over. Try something else. If we wait until we've satisfied all the uncertainties, it may be too late. It may be too late. We want to begin to realize that within the moment of now, this newness that comes forward, and that is the energy and essence of source right here in this moment, it's going to take its direction by what we choose to do and not do or not do. It's going to take its direction to manifest into something new via not only our thought and our words, but also our actions. And so that requires sometimes for us to step up to the plate and try something new. And if we see that didn't work out, then try something else. And if that doesn't work out, then try something else. This something new that so many people wait on coming along, well, it's already arrived. And that something is this newness of the potential of source within every moment. And the decision to actively engage life as the divine potential or reside within the comfort of old ideas, habits, and conditioning. So, you ready to shake it up a little bit? Maybe. <laughs> we'll let you know. I'm still I'm still working with the log idea. One of them got that. Of course you are. That's why you're here. That's why you're here. So we're going to make it a little easy for you. Think about what it is you want to begin in 2016. <coughs> Pardon me. Not your New Year's resolutions. What's the new you that you want to begin in 2016? Whatever it is, whatever it is, let that be your guide. Let that be the one vision you, you hold and you maintain. And then between now and next Sunday, you begin creating an affirmative prayer around that. If, you, if you're unfamiliar with how to work word of an affirmative prayer, seek out a practitioner. Seek out a practitioner intern. Then come to the burning bowl ceremony. But begin to do something that first stakes your claim in the energy of the moment. From there, from there. Begin looking at, is there anything that I'm holding on to? And why am I holding on to it? Why am I holding on to it? I find people hold on to things that don't serve them well any longer because they're just afraid of what the new energy will feel like. 
they're afraid there won't be new energy to take its place. Well, remember, Catherine Ponder says, nature abhors a vacuum. So the instant we let go, new energy is going to come forward and fill that space. So there's nothing to fear about letting go of the past or old conditioning. I'll share a little treatment, small treatment from Science of Mind that Dr. Holmes wrote. It's a wonderful treatment. It goes a little like this. He says, there is nothing arising out of the past that can disturb me. The past, the present, and the future are unbroken streams of good. I lose, lose all thoughts that are in the past that caused anxiety. The spirit knows no past and is not affected by the belief in any. The past is swallowed up in the victory of a perfect present which is filled with love and protection. I lose all thoughts that, that in the past caused anxiety. I let go of all fear. I simply embrace the moment of newness in the now, knowing that it's pure potential and possibility, knowing that it is my jumping off the frog, off the log. <laughs> Little Freudian slip there, I guess. So I can only tell you this, the only thing that's certain in life is the uncertainty. The only thing that's certain in life is the uncertainty. And if we're sitting around waiting for things to get better, they're not going to. Because sitting, making the decision to sit and wait for things to get better is a decision unto itself. It is saying to the universe, I am not ready for something new in this moment of now. We have to let go of that and know the only thing I'm certain of is my power to create. That's the only thing. I know for certain. And it is out of that awareness, things begin to move. Les Brown said, change is difficult, but often essential to survival. You know, why do you think, how many, we're going to go back, you know, Tanya's from Baxley, just so that y'all know. I don't know if I should have told you that or not. So Baxley is r rural South Georgia farming community, et cetera, et cetera. I have roots and rural farming community. So so I get it. I get it. But one of the things that has been on my mind right now is, is the farming communities with the weather and all that they're having to go through. But you know what they do in farming? In farming? And you'll note this when I mention it. They rotate the crops. Why do they rotate the crops? You know why? That nutrients. They have to rotate the crops to provide new nutrients to the soil because if they did the same crop year after year after year, the ground would go bad. The soil would go bad. And what we're getting to now is the gift of newness is the ability to change the crops of our mind. Those crops are our thoughts. And if we're still living in the past, holding on to things that no longer serve us, we're, we're taking the nutrients of our consciousness out. So we want to begin shifting that and rotating it and begin to understand that when we affirm, I am open and receptive to change. Hallelujah. Now, if the world would only do it, I can move on. That is not effective treatment. 
That is, it, it really isn't. It really isn't. If we want to see that change in the world, we're the ones that are going to have to change it. And we want to begin now. Stop putting off your desire. Whatever that desire is. You got somebody in your life that you love and adore? Marry them. At least tell them how you feel. You got somebody in your journey you want to spend the rest of your life with? You tell them how you feel. There's something in your in your work environment, your career that you want to focus on and you want to begin to evolve, then by God you go and do that. Do not wait. The time will never be <coughs> excuse me, the time will never be just right. Perfection is a creation of the human ego. I'm waiting for it to be perfect. That's ego speak. Perfection, because of that, as a result of it being the human ego, is an illusion. It is an illusion. The perfection of presence is a constant evolution of pure and perfect energy within the moment. Nothing externally will ever be perfect. Yet, all things, all things, are and will be the perfection of presence in a state of constant evolution. And when someone is chasing this false perception of perfection created by the human ego, they miss the perfection of presence beckoning them, beckoning them within the moment of now. Are you following that? Of course you are. The physical perfection doesn't exist because the moment we say that it's perfect, it's evolving on into something else. Why is it evolving on? Because that's what the universe does. There's no time like the now to act on this gift of newness. There's no time like the now to say, you know what, it ain't perfect, but I am. And so I'm going to relish in my perfection. I'm going to begin creating in my perfection. Ram Dass said, everything in your life is there as a vehicle for your transformation. Use it. Everything in your life is there as a vehicle for your transformation. Begin using it. But where is that vehicle going to take you? You get to decide. You get to decide. But I can tell you this. If you don't make the make the decision, if you don't act on it, if you don't let, begin bringing your vision into the realm of the physical experience by acting as if, being as if, it's going to fade away because it requires that split-second decision. And that split-second decision of being this gift of newness is about living as the gift of newness always embracing the power and energy in the moment. Dr. Martin Luther King said, everybody can be great because anybody can serve. You don't have to have a college degree to serve. 
you don't have to make your subject and verb agree to serve. Sorry, English majors, he said it, I did not. You only need a heart full of grace, a soul generated by love. And I believe what Dr. King is saying to us is that everyone is powerful. Everyone is powerful. Everyone has the ability to achieve their innermost desires, to live their dreams by bringing their heart, their consciousness in alignment with the energy of the newness offered by presence in the now. Offered by presence in the now. Love yourself enough. Love yourself enough. Love yourself enough. Love yourself enough. To know it'll be okay. Take the leap off the log. Make the decision to live in the newness, to embrace the power and potential that you are, and all will be well. And so ends our lesson. Namaste. to me all by divine abundance.